Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. You're right. Nearly did a bit flustered. You're a bit flustered, Chippy. A little bit. Um, This episode might be a little bit truncated. I've always wanted to use that word. Yeah. Go on. Gemma always has a brew before we start filming, filming, recording, and uh, sends me a little message saying, just going to make my tea and then I'll. We're just going to make my coffee and then I'll be ready. So there I am having a picnic with my friend in the park. And I get my message from Gemma saying, she's going to make a cup of tea and then I'll be ready. And I was like, it's Thursday. Uh-oh. But it was fine because my friends had to leave because they're going to London and that was, it was fine. But I, your kids are back at school. Yeah, and I'm just got- wondering. I can hear feedback. I haven't got my plugged just, in i think it's you or me is it you or me hello hello it was me hello it was you your default microphone that's fine so yes yeah, so i uh, do you know what you know this because it's because of the four-day week it's thrown you out it's completely thrown me out and it's uh yes we're still on holiday um and my kids are just tipping me over the edge also I'm really fixated because I've got to go to London tomorrow um and I'm leaving Joe in charge of the kids dogs and ducks well I'm going out I've got an orthodontist appointment and then I've got uh, in the morning lunch with a friend which would be really nice and then I've got a gig that I booked to do in 2020 Ah. So it's taken me by surprise. So I'm going to that with my sister and Joe's got a birthday in East London that night. So he's got to leave the kids with my mum and then get on the train, having put the dogs in the right place and the ducks in the right place. And it's causing me major anxiety. I'm hoping it's going to be one of those things that once I've left the building. Yeah. I'm less, less worried about it. Yeah. Um, but it's all I can think about. So yes, Gemma... Gemma was all ready. We nearly, so we nearly didn't have an episode. It's going to be quick and dirty this week. Yeah, um, I would like to give everyone an update on Chris. Right, I've had a lot of, oh, yeah. I've had a lot of messages from people that are concerned for Chris's, Chris's well-being. So yeah. what happened was they did manage to get us. It actually turned out quite well. So we went from not having a car at Easter or like yeah. borrowing my dad's to. Um, Enterprise rent a car. Chris from the Land Rover garage scrambled. Yeah, right? he did. Yeah, um, got Enterprise involved, who were extremely efficient. And the lady um, from Enterprise um, got me a car, and then she phoned me back and she went, "You know what, Gemma? I'm going to get you a better one." And I'm like, "Oh, didn't even have to ask." So I got a lovely shiny black Volvo. It did look very shiny. It was very nice. She dropped it off, picked it up. No, no problems. Um, and our car is fixed. So I went to drop the shiny car back off with Chris. Yeah. And he said to me, how has it been? How's your customer service experience been? <laughs> and he went, before you answer that, he said, I just want to tell you that I have given your car a full value. I was like, well, it's just got considerably better, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so we, Chris, you know, he, he 
pulled it back, right? I mean, to be fair, you've had the car for less than a year. Oh, six months. Yeah. He's still got a funny rattle on it that he's he's got to, but it, my da- I did take my dad with me because I said to my dad, I can't go on my own dad. I gave this man such a hard time on the phone last week. I said, oh, he might not speak to me. And like my dad knows all of the car dealerships in Kent because it's one of my dad's hobbies is to go and test drive. Houses. That's more mum mum. Yeah. Um, uh, but my dad's um, hobby is to test drive cars, buy cars. Um, and he goes, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. So he came, so he came, he came with me. But ironically, then on the way back home, we then then did have to stop and look at a house that was empty that he'd pushed a note through because he wants to buy it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> basically, my huh? They've just moved. Yeah, this is what my mum and dad do. They move around. They get bored. Like they do a house up, and then they sell it, and then do another house up, not for profit, just because that's what they like doing they just and he, he he managed he stumbled across this really beautiful like single story cottage with like you know like a barley twist chimney yeah and it's completely empty so he's he's Blimey. doing he's doing a little bit of detective work on that but yeah, yeah. so chris chris is all right it's good this is all right chris is Chris has survived to tell live another Easter, hopefully. Um, <laughs> something that I was thinking about earlier, because we did have a question, not for our all right, late night life laundry, uh, which if you've got questions for late night life laundry, do send them in. Gemma's not seeing them. She's going in blind. I'm I drunk. Um, I hope not. <laughs> uh, She's got something in her eyeball. But we did get a question about parenting teens. Now, I cannot help with this because my oldest is nine. But my fucking God, I'm hoping that you're going to tell me that when yours were nine, they were moody and hormonal. Ironically, I'm just halfway through recording a teen Tom rock the housework episode for teen bedrooms. I'm trying not to be patronising in it. I'm trying, you know, trying to okay. patronise it, but also being like, don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just, well, I don't know. I've only had one. Well, that's no, t- not true. Tom is now coming out the other end, just as yeah. Johnny's going in the other end. Yeah. So Tom, over the last month or so, noticeably has become much more like like affectionate, caring. Like, I think they go very insular, don't they, teenage? You have to as a teenager, don't they? Yeah. Um, and I think Tom's now coming through the other side of that and Johnny is noticeably going into the entrance of that tunnel. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when they were nine. I can't remember, but I do remember thinking when Tom was about 12, where the hell has my sensitive, a highly emotionally intelligent child gone. I they just turn into like completely different. They just could turn into completely different people. I feel like, yeah. I mean, my nine-year-old. I was it, ex- having exactly that conversation. The friend that I was having lunch with has got her oldest is the same as my middle, but she's got three, so she's got seven 
she's got seven, six and four. So, and I was like, and I just had this moody goth, like full sleeve, it's, it's sunny here, full black long sleeve t-shirt, trying to meditate. You know what I think? That's just like, where did my little, I said to her, he was the most delightful, charming child. Mm. Like people would stop in shops, mm. just be in awe of him. And now... I think that's the hardest thing. It's like, I think the hardest thing when I've found, and I've only really come to realise it probably in the last six months, is that I assumed that my children were going to be carbon copies of me. I'm fucking relieved mine aren't. But like, I like, my brain couldn't compute that like Tom doesn't, I loved school. Tom's not really, he just, he's just ticking a box. He knows what he wants to do. He's just, he's just going through the motions. Whereas I loved exams and I was excited and I, I loved doing all that. And I just couldn't understand why Thomas wasn't the same. Like I couldn't understand, like I, I birthed this child yet. He's, he's so different to me. I think that was the hardest thing to come to terms with, but like, he's now doing that thing where he's like, God, mom, you know, like he thinks he knows better than me, you know? And, and it's just like, He's going. He's he's going around. He wants a summer job. He's he starts his exams. He's he's finishes his GCSEs on his birthday, which is the twenty third of June, and so he's looking for a job to do over the summer. And um, I took him to town a couple of weeks ago, and I just let him wander around the shops, go in and ask anyone if they got. Obviously, everyone said no, but it's a life experience. Like I, you must have done it. I did it. Have you got any jobs? No, we never did that. I used to do it all the time. And he no, kept, because he, that makes me sound like a lazy ass. But from the age of thirteen, I worked with horses until, say, every Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I'd work. A yard he, I said to him, "I'm going to go and like potter around M and S. You come and find me." And after about five minutes, he said. I'm emotionally drained. And I was like, how many shops have you been in? He went, one noodle bar. And I was like, and yeah. keep going. <laughs> keep going. He went, well, the man seems really nice. I'm sure I'll get it. And I was like, no, 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 come on. We've got to play the law of probability or averages or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's the thing. It's really, um, it's been something that we've been looking at in the, in my, I'm coming to the end of my coaching course. And it's that thing that you're doing exactly right, where for coaching, but for, for parenting as well, I think it's like, it's so tempting to just be like, I'll do it for you or don't make this mistake. Or I was like this, so don't do that. And actually it's like, they've got to make that mistake because yeah. you remember that feeling of going around and asking for all those jobs and getting a no. Um. And I also, I also you remember, your, you know, you've got a G necklace. Mm. Birth. Do you mm. know what that G stands for? Gorgeous. No, it stands for the Gary jumpsuit, which you're constantly <laughs> working. Um, well, when, I, when we owned the fish and chip shops as well, the kids always used to come in and ask for jobs. And if a, if a kid's parent came in, wouldn't, no. wouldn't even, you know, if they haven't got the and this is obviously back in the early 90s, mum was like, if, if they if they can't come in and use their initiative and, and get a job themselves, their mum has to get them a job. I don't want to work in here. And yeah, I think it's only been in the last... Very, um, 
there's a very uh, there's a makeup. So most people have heard of Charlotte Tilbury now, but for years Charlotte Tilbury wasn't as well known famously. She and when she was young, her family lived in Ibiza and had loads of well-known friends. And her mum famously asked, I think it was Val Garland. I think it was Val Garland, who's a, who's like the queen of makeup artists, yeah. if Charlotte could work for her. And Val said, she, only if she's got to ask me herself. And I was just always think that's so funny because now everyone knows who Charlotte Tilbury is and she's, but it's like, no, you can't have your mum ask you, ask for your job. No. Go come in and ask for yourself. So I've, I've really had to, because I'm a real fixer anyway in life, but yeah. especially so with your kids. It's like, and I'm like, Mike's really good at it. I'm like, oh, no. and Mike's like, leave him, to, leave him. He will I should imagine, him. especially with a child like Tom, who knows what he wants to do. I'd be very tempted to be like, well, you need to therefore do this, this, and this to round out, to be perfect for you. But you can't, you've got to let them. No, and that is, it is the hardest thing. Bit like you and your ducks. Tomorrow, you've got to let them go, you know, they're on their own, not not really. But like at some point, Chippy, you'll so have what? to put them in a they're pond outside. to yeah, swim they're they're and outside. let them go. At some point, they're going to have to stay out overnight, and I'm just going to sit next to my open window and listen for the squawking of ducks being eaten by foxes. Well, last Friday, Mike and I were sat there eating our takeaway, and I saw the biggest fox I've ever seen trotting across. And I'm like, oh no. So I left my egg. I thought, but hang on, go back two weeks. We've got Gemma Bray's Wildlife Arboretum. I think I like to think of it as a wildlife preserve. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he had to stick with the, in the ground rules fox did so okay. i went out and it and um i got my hose pipe and was like that spraying it and he didn't move <laughs> what was supposed to do now i was like don't eat my chickens and mike's out shouting out the window going yeah that'll do it you tell him not yeah, to eat chickens, was that'll that do it. Fox, like you now you said you've got um, so there was the one of the boys footballs like a neon pink football was next to me so I just sort of like threw it into the bush next to it and it ran off. And then the next day I went driving down the road and there was a fox that had been run over. And I, and I think it might have been my fault. I don't think you can take responsibility for that fox. I know, but I felt bad. But yeah, one day you'll have to sit at night. Yeah. Yeah, and my little ducks will be outside. And Why? one day I'll have to wave goodbye to Tom and he'll have to do things like, budget and put fuel in a car and you know, remember oh, to put the bins out and stuff teaching kids to drive i'm not looking forward to that well next year that's what he's getting he's getting driving lessons for his birth <laughs> i can still remember taking i can still remember when i took my driving test i failed the first time because the instructor thought i was flirting with him <laughs> I can't imagine you failing anything. I wasn't. I wasn't flirting with him. I was very badly dressed. So it was summer, right? So I had a jumper on. And um, before we started, I went, oh, so hot in here. 
took my jumper off. I didn't mean it like that. Took my jumper off. Half of my t-shirt went with it. Anyway, I was embarrassed and flustered. Um, and then he failed me. Bray's and then trying to get your baps out. Baps out, Bray. That's what I'm going to call you. And then I also, that might not have been the reason why I failed. It didn't start off well. And then I also, I, I failed officially for speeding. I was doing a 45 and a 30. I failed for not making enough progress because I was doing 35 in a 40 oh. towards a roundabout. So I think my theory is I was probably a cocky ass teenager and they didn't want to pass me first time because the second time I was halfway through doing a reverse around a corner and there was a really nice old white Porsche and I got round the corner and then I was like I'm going to stop now because I don't want to hit that car <laughs> and so I was like oh I failed I can't, they can't like felt that I passed so I don't know what's going on there I think it just depends on the guy you get on the day or the yeah. lady. Um, but I still remember doing mine so it's, it's, it's terrifying that he'll be 17 it's so weird as well I was thinking this just now we were walking down the hill my friend was carrying her daughter who needed a poo so she was going at speed Ned was flouncing in front but Jack was crying because he could see the daughter being carried and he wanted to be carried but Jack's like, like we call him cement legs like so I couldn't carry him and I was walking down and I was like I'm too young what is how oh oh he's bought me coffee um like I feel too young to be doing this do you know what I mean like I was just doing I, I was just having a nice time with my friends in the pub and now spraying yourself with white musk oh yeah I love that white musk and also what was the purple one was it dewberry yeah which I didn't like too sweet I used to oscillate I used to oscillate between the two I mean, and CK1 what were the other ones though in the bottle? Impulse. Do you yeah. remember Impulse? I never had those. CK1. Um, I had a boyfriend, my very first boyfriend, um, who had a convertible Ford Escort. Oh, very proud of myself. You don't get those anymore. You don't. Anyway, um, he um, always used to wear a, a, a woman's perfume. Right. It was like, it was a really famous one. It's Estee Lord or something. I remember saying to him once, James, you, you do realise, don't you, that that is a woman's perfume? And he was like, he was adamant. He was like, no, no, it was eternity. That's what it was. It was eternity. He went, no, 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 no. It's a man's. And I was like, mm. he said, I said, how do you know? He said, I bought it from a car boot and the man told me it was aftershave. <laughs> I was like, I can, I can absolutely 100% guarantee you. My mum has it. It's my mum's perfume as well. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, I love my mum and my boyfriend. They smell the same. <laughs> I have, um, God, it made such a difference, didn't it? What your early boyfriend smelled like. Um, yeah. I had one, my, one of my first, my major, one of my major ex-boyfriends was smelt of Davidoff cool water. Uh, and then Issy Miyaki. Oh, I used to love that. Yeah, one of my exes smelt like that. Dupe and is a good one. I liked, used to I, like Dupe. And I used to always wear Coco Chanel, not Coco Mademoiselle, Coco Chanel. 
and I never used to that was it that was the only thing I wore and my friends were like why don't you wear different ones I wear different ones depending on my mood and I was like because I want all my exes when they smell that to think of me I want that to be but then that my nostrils changed when I got pregnant oh no and now I don't like the smell of it anymore so I wear something else but what's your sig what's your signature scent Clarins Eau de Maison never smelt it it smells like summer to me it used to be my mum's summer per like per if we were going away plonk it in the bag summer perfume and so to me it always really smells like summer but I have a really funny smell so like I smell stuff weird and I don't like a lot of smells on me I really like the one I really like, but my friends always warn it, so it just makes me feel like she's in the room, which isn't a bad thing, is Joe Malone, Lime Basil Mandarin. My mine are Jean-Paul Gaultier Classique. Oh, I haven't smelled. Oh, is that in the bottle? No. Yeah, the, um, the lady, like the yeah. silhouette lady. I used to wear that, yeah. Um, and Dolce Vita which is really hard to get hold of. Christian Dior Dolce Vita, which is really hard to get hold of now. Um, I've, so I've got four. Um, yeah. Co um, Chanel, I think it's Sensual. Sensu, sensual. No, Allure. Allure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the final one is Estee Lauder Bronze Goddess, which only comes out. They do a limited edition every year. And that smells like holidays. And But they only make so many bottles. And I don't even know if they're still doing it. But I love smells like for me, smells are just intent. Like I, I could drink, I won't, but I could drink perfume. I could, I overuse perfume all the time. And I'm actually thinking about getting myself a perfume subscription box. Oh, really? Where like treating myself to that. So like they'll send you two like little minis or two or three little minis every month. Because I can't smell my perfume on me and I don't know if that's because it doesn't smell on me or because I'm used to it. Um, but I really miss wearing cocoa, but it just, now if I put it on, it's too strong. Um, but I'm so, like my nostrils are, are just so, I remember my mum wears that. What's it called? It's Yves Saint Laurent. Because my mum either wears Chanel Number no. 5, classic, or this one, which is Rive Gauche by Yves Saint Do you recognise that bottle? Yeah, that's like a classic as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's a real classic. And I remember going through an airport once and I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. You know, when you can, I was like, I'll try it on and see if I like the smell of it. I love the smell of it on her. I absolutely couldn't wait to get home to wash it off oh. on me. Just smelled so horrible. And she and I was like, it smells so nice on you. And she said, people always say that. They always ask me what perfume I'm wearing. So it depends on what your skin. Yeah. Like I, and I used to really like Calvin Klein Obsession. <clears throat> and then my sister always used to wear that as well in the 80s. So I mm. bought it because I liked it on her. Right. Similar thing. Yeah. 
And then loads, yeah. of, I used this a few years ago, loads of bad things. Like I had like a run of bad luck and my sister was like, oh yeah, I don't wear Calvin Klein Obsession anymore. Any time I used to wear it, bad things happened. <laughs> okay, well, we're putting that in a drawer. <laughs> yeah, oh no. No, so my sister wears a really amazing one that she always smells. And it's really funny because originally I thought it was her hair stuff because there was a brand of hair hair products called Beverly, I can't remember. And I loved the smell of it. And my sister wears a perfume and it smells similar. So I'd be like, oh, her hair smells amazing. But then I realized it's her perfume. And I'm always so jealous because she always, it always smells on her, but not too strong and just lovely. So, I mean, I'm on the quest, but I... Can you hear that man cutting a tree? We've, right, we've got five minutes. Tell me a positive. Margaret, chip. I thought it was Margaret. No, tell me a positive. Five minutes, go. Okay, my positive is we finished the duck pen. The outside duck house is built. Just need to line the pond. So I'm waiting for the sand. Um, so that's a relief. Ducks are out all day. They just come in at night now. Uh, so that is a positive. Also, I mean, I know it's not exciting. It's very British of me. But my God, when the sun shines, mm. the world's at least 70% better. Mm. And I'm sure that we only appreciate that because most of the time in this country, the sun doesn't shine. Mm. And if it shone all the time, we wouldn't appreciate it. But, oh, what a difference it makes. What's your positive, Gemma Bray? Oh, no, we're not allowed to think about it. I wasn't allowed to think about it. Look um, at you, you're like, now the next four and a half minutes are for me to think. <laughs> no, um, I actually don't have one. I've, I've, been, I've had my nose to the grindstone because um i'm recording the rock the housework podcasts can that not be your positive that yes no it is it is it is my positive i it's it's really really eek really good huh eek eek some eek some joy out of you eventually Gemma, with your oh i'm having to record stuff i like doing for people who love it <laughs> got no positive me yeah, and that's it. Any other business? Any other business before we leave? But, uh, our 100th episode coming up. Neither of us can remember when it is, but don't worry. Holly is on the case. So she has told us <laughs> that if you go on our Facebook or our Instagram, you will see a post of me and Gemma drinking champagne and it's orange. And you can either leave your question under there or you can send us a message i'm writing them all down we're going to have a drink we're recording it in the evening because neither of us can handle parenting and drinking and uh so we can just slide into bed afterwards not together and so if you have questions yeah let us know we've had some real corkers they can be about anything and we reserve the right to not answer if we don't fancy it no no. But uh, so far, my favourite question is from Laura Welsh. So just saying, just throwing that out there. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's intriguing. I shall resist the urge to go and have a look. And we shall speak to you all next week. If you are on Easter holidays, enjoy the rest of your Easter. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye.